And the war in Ukraine is into its second week and regular citizens continue stepping up to try and help any way they can to assist the people of Ukraine. This morning, we're joined by Roman Usafiv, who is a Calgarian delivering supplies to hospitals around that country. And he joins us now from Ukraine. Good morning, Roman. Thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, uh, Calgary. How are you? Excellent. I hope you're doing well. Tell us a little bit about your journey, Roman. Why did you decide to go to Ukraine to help? Do you have ties to the country? Uh, yes, I was born actually in Ukraine, but the last 14 years uh, I was in my uh, in my Canada, become a citizen. And uh, a year ago, uh, we decided to go to Ukraine with the little one, two years old daughter. So she can learn uh, Ukrainian and uh, meet our parents here in Ukraine. And we was just in about to leave from here, but all this started happening and we decided to stay and uh, uh, to help locals. So let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, how you're directing your energies. I mean, obviously you're, you're doing your best in, in, in trying to help out. How organized is it and are you part of an organization as far as uh, doing what you're, your work you're doing right now? No, to be honest, is I am one of uh, of a thousand of uh, same guys uh, who wants to do something in this situation. Uh, I took um, I took on my side the medical supplies together with the team in Calgary. Actually, uh, the from Ukrainian uh, community, uh, we we just start raising money and then uh, getting the orders from the hospitals around the country, um, from Kiev, Zhitomyr. Zaporizhia, all the cities that was affected by the by this war, uh, we're getting the you know the orders from those hospitals. I'm buying the um, them here in Lviv, in the west side of Ukraine, and ship them by the by the rail uh, to mm. to those cities. Roman, I'm curious. We've we've heard and talked to a few people who have made the journey from Calgary, particularly, but from I'm sure there are people headed from all over the place trying to get back to Ukraine to try and help out the people as you're doing. And maybe you've got a bit of a a step up because you're from there and you you know people there. But when when someone goes to Ukraine to try and help out, is it easy to connect with? You know, as Andy was saying, maybe a humanitarian organization or something like that. Or how are people kind of connecting themselves and and, and finding ways to be of service? I, I think the minute you step up from the plane or car or something, there's a lot of people doing something, and you can you can ask anybody, and they will direct you where to go and what to do. You can help refugees. You can help. Uh, like me, medical supplies. You can do food preparing, anything. Like even my mom, you know, she's she's at home, but she's cooking. She's making varaniki for for soldiers and and ship it there. Just you know, like every single person here. Uh, you know, to be honest, I think one one day the the scientists they will be discovering what happened with what happened with the Ukrainians how they get together and how they, you know, how they can do this, you know, because the atmosphere here is super excited, to be honest, you know, and I'm glad that I'm here helping and, and I'm part of this history. I just want to ask you, uh, Yusuf, are, are you, uh, uh, Roman, sorry, are, are you in Lviv right now? Yes, yes, I am in Lviv. It's quiet. I, I have to admit that this is quiet. You know, like we, we hear the syringe, the, the warning, and we have to go to the basement and sit there for a couple minutes. Uh, but it's it's quiet to compare to Kiev or Kharkiv and other places. So, so Roman, can, can you break down for us? Because I know that we feel 
to a large extent, so far removed in Canada, like, you know, the Ukraine's on the other side of the world, and, and so far removed from a conflict like what is happening in Ukraine right now, years-wise, as far as military is concerned, in, in uh, this, you know, war theater, if you will. What What is an average day like for you? Because I think it might be hard to wrap our heads around that as Canadians. Um, you know, I... You know, I have not quit, but I post my my job, my regular job uh, that I do remotely, um, uh, and uh, and I my day starts uh, from the morning. I'm receiving orders uh, from Calgary team. Uh, they getting those orders from Ukrainian hospitals, uh, and I'm getting those orders. Then I send those orders to the like a medical hub, uh, asking for different medications. And then I receive the confirmation that it's uh, ready to pick up. And I go to those drugstores, pick up that medications, put nicely in a box, put the nice signs to, you know, like on those boxes and, and, and ship them um, on the rail. That's just fascinating. So I, I'm obviously it's it's become sort of a, you know, a well-oiled machine, if you will, that, you know, in, in cities like Lviv, where you're putting things on the train and then I as, assume at the other end, you know, there are other people waiting to receive those packages and distribute them to whoever needs the, the medication or the food, for example, right? Exactly, exactly. There is another volunteers who, uh, who who do who just goes in those rails and pick up it. But remember, they are in a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it's difficult even to, to find somebody sometimes. Uh, but uh, like I said, the, those volunteers, they, they just make some sort of like a network between and saying, hey, I have a package in Kiev arriving in AAM. Who wants to go? Sometimes they have to even uh, ask the police to escort them um, because, you know, like the situation goes up and down all the time and then they cannot even pick up those boxes uh, from here. So, wow. Yeah. Roman, we'd heard stories about, you know, the Russian attacks you know, kind of centered toward media and communication. How is communication and how is the media right now in Ukraine? Are you getting information on a daily basis? Are you able to communicate with those folks you need to? Yeah, you know what is surprisingly is not too bad. Even Kharkiv, I have a guy in my team, um, like in my regular job, he's from Kharkiv and he's still doing his job. We have our daily meeting in the morning and then he's, you know, he's he's doing his work. Uh, He has internet, he has lights. Yeah, TV is working. So, you know, like they did a lot of, you know, a lot of work to, to be able to do this because information is is probably more important even than the weapon, you know. Yeah. So the, the people there on the east side, they, they still have the, the, the TV and, and radio. They can hear the news and what's happening and stuff. A lot of propaganda coming from Russia side, but the Ukrainians are smart enough to shut it down, those, those uh, you know, that, that communication on that side. And and those people on the east they have they have uh, they have good communication so they know what's happening and you probably already saw on the news that people from Kharkiv, uh, Kherson, Sumer that I would you know they would kind of like in, in, on the fence between you know like west and east and now they now they are from pro east you know they, no, I mean pro west you know yeah. they they really they take the Ukrainian flag and they say no we don't want to go Russia so why you guys came here they you know without the weapon they stand in the front of the tank saying, no, we, we, we want Ukraine, just go away, why you came, you know? Where Putin expects those people will welcome their his soldiers to, you know, to come to Ukraine. 
from your perspective, Roman, is there an organization that we can send help to that, you know, you're, you're talking about getting orders and getting money from Canada that will help buy the supplies needed for the Ukrainian people. Is there, is there one great organization that you would recommend for us to donate to, to that might be able to help? Uh, to be honest, I, I just, I was not prepared, uh, okay, for fair. this, you know, for this question. So sure. I cannot even say I am not, I don't, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want anybody sent to me to my personal email. This is how I do getting the transfer and stuff because I, I cannot do so many orders. I, you know, like I do probably three, $5,000 uh, daily. This is the amount roughly a day I can, I can do the orders, but more than that, I will just, you know, I, I I, I need the organization, yeah, you know, fair. so, but yeah, but from, from, yeah, I cannot tell you at this moment what's, uh, what organization, there's a few, I mean, like a lot of them in probably you can Google them and definitely yeah. find a growth, a growth and stuff. So, Most definitely. Yeah. Well, we are grateful for your time this morning. Thank you for, for painting a bit of a picture of, of what's happening. And, <laughs> and I love hearing about the people who are doing everything they can and, and how proud the people of Ukraine are. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Yeah. Give, give, just give me one second. I just want to say big love from 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 Ukraine. It's difficult to even keep my tears. How big help is from from Canada, especially from my town Calgary, the Calgarians, especially Canadian who does who doesn't have even any, have anything to Ukraine. They're just friends. They they see this and they send me me a lot of a lot of support, words, uh, funds, and and calling me all the time. Big love, big love from Ukraine. Thank you so much for support. This means a lot for those people who's fighting for independence and for the freedom here. You've, you've so thank it. you so much for the interview. And then, and then we'll, everything will be fine. I know glory to Ukraine and everything will be fine. Thank you, Roman. I appreciate it. Be safe and your family too, okay? Okay, cheers. Thank you. Roman Yusuf is a Calgarian volunteering in Ukraine.